When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, where you can always have great suggestions for your next audiobook. I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiophile, and this week we are focused on our selection of 2023's best audiobooks. Today we're going to dive into the children and family listening audiobook category, and I'm thrilled to be joined by narrator Guy Lockhart, who will help us get a sneak peek into creating a cool audiobook with sound effects, music, and a full cast. But without further ado, here are the picks for best children and family listening audiobooks. Elf, Dog, and Owlhead by M.T. Anderson, read by Pete Cross. Nick Blake and the Remarkables, The Manifestor Prophecy by Angie Thomas, read by Janice Abbott-Pratt. Sander Katz and the Tiny Wild by Jacqueline Briggs-Martin and June Joe Lee, read by Laurie Prince and Sander Katz. The Skull by John Klassen, read by Feruza Balk, with the author reading the afterword. Remember Us, written and read by Jacqueline Woodson. And Stunt Boy in Between Time by Jason Reynolds, read by Guy Lockhart, Niall Bullock, Angel Peen, James Fui, and a full cast. Hey, Guy, we so appreciate you being here today. Congratulations on the continued accolades in the audio space. Thank you. Thank you. And um, thank you for having me here today. So can you tell us, what is this audiobook about? Yes, uh, Stunt Boy in Between Time. It is about a young man named Portico Reeves, and he's a he's a young boy, so he's imaginative, and he plays pretend, and he he has created a superhero of himself to deal with, you know, a lot of the anxiety and the the different things that happen when you're young. Basically, his parents are divorced, and you know, children don't really know how to deal with divorce. So, I think that. Jason has done a good job of using Portico and his imagination and all of his adventures and misadventures to help young readers navigate some difficult themes that actually come with adulthood and that children don't often understand. And so Portico uses his vivid, vibrant imagination to kind of deal with some some hard themes uh, that some children end up having to deal with. I certainly see that type of thing in my own daughter, and that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed listening to this, because there was fun in that use of creativity in addition to you know, the, the, the getting through something. But I'm curious, what to you makes this title particularly special in audio? To be honest, Portico is a young African-American boy, and I just haven't seen another title previous to this and some of the other things that Jason has written. I haven't seen too many things that address these kind of uh, themes in a 
you know, in the vernacular, in the in the kind of style that is akin to African American people. You know, we all have cultural norms, whether you're Irish or Polish or, you know, from different um, religions and different places and cultures. And I think it's important to, especially for young readers and young listeners, um, I think it's important to kind of put things in their world and in their language um, so that they can connect with it and thus kind of learn from it, cope, cope with difficult things and just feel seen and understood. So I think Jason did a really, really good job in this book of dealing with something that is, you know, quite terrible really for, for everyone, but definitely for children. When your family breaks apart, you don't understand yet the dynamics between adults and relationships and, it's almost impossible to really truly explain that to a young child. But I think that by using Portico and again, his misadventures and his friends and just the way he kind of takes in all the things that are happening around him, I think Jason did a really good job. And I think that it'll be something that young listeners uh, can connect with that are maybe unfortunately going through some pretty unfortunate things. And I think this pretty much nails it. Absolutely. And you've been working with Jason for a long time. So tell us a little bit about that relationship and your ongoing collaboration. Oh, Jason Schmation. Um, <laughs> no, Jason Eugene Reynolds is one of my closest friends. He is my best friend. I've known him, man, I guess, I guess I met him when I was 12 or 13 and we've been friends for a very long time we got very close in our later teen early 20s back when you know i we both had just moved to new york from the washington dc area to pursue our different pursuits um i'm me being an actor and a singer and him being a writer and he is my confidant and he is just someone who is really prominent in my life to see him use some of the things that, you know, we've experienced in our childhood and young adulthood and just some of the things that we've come to know and be able to write them in such a specific, effective way for young readers and, and young listeners has kind of been a blessing to watch, which is why I think that we've been able to enjoy quite a bit of success in this work because it's, it's very connected. I remember when he first asked me to do his first book at the time, I hadn't done any audiobooks before, but I've always been a voice actor and a singer. And he just understood that I understood his approach, some of the slang he uses, some of the, you know, where to put emphasis on things, what, what he's really getting after and how to kind of adjust my performance to underscore certain things that maybe someone who didn't grow up with him or isn't from the same kind of area of the world and the same kind of had the same kind of experiences might not catch off the written page. So I think that that is what has made our collaboration be so, so great. And it really doesn't feel like work. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing it. That's amazing. And it, it's, it so comes through in the work that you all do together, that um, connection. So I think we, the listener, benefit from your relationship together, which is lovely. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. So this is the second Stunt Boy title. Anything in particular that has stayed with you about reading this series? So many things. 
like, you know, not to repeat, but like I said earlier, just the just clever and really touching way that Jason is able to address really difficult things in a gentle way that is uh, speaking directly to um, young listeners of, of all backgrounds. I mean, I guess if I really thought about it, this series is one of, it's up there with Ghost as one of my favorites. Um, and I've done a lot of Jason's books because A, I get to be very charactery, which is really fun. Yeah. You know, I almost feel like Robin Williams sometimes when I'm in the studio <laughs> reading reading this stuff. <laughs> it's just like in, in the way that he wrote this series where, you know, this kind of this announcer person and then this stunt boy and, and all this action happening. And, and then he sneaks in kind of the lesson or the, you know, the something really tough, like the way he speaks about uh, his parents being exes. And, and it says, you know, it's a word that sounds like coughing up a hairball, you know, <laughs> and it gives Portico the frets. Um, and we know what it means to fret or to worry or, uh, right. you know, using that kind of as a code for anxiety, which is a big word for all of us, really. I mean, if we really think about it, adults are just now in recent years really dialing in on how much anxiety is affecting us and and how serious it is. I feel like in the past, maybe it wasn't taken so seriously or maybe it was looked at as something you just have to get over. But uh, these are things that are very difficult for children to understand and to cope with. I just, what stays with me through even my own anxiety, which we all have some level of it, just the, the themes and the lessons that you learn through Portico have really uh, stayed with me in my own journey, but even, you know, when I speak with my young goddaughter or my little cousins and nieces and nephews and, and people who are even closer to me, um, being able to kind of, you know, engage with them on these very difficult things. And I think Jason has given me personally a lot of language and approach to uh, being able to engage with young people on difficult things. Cause you gotta, you know, we, we can't, leave them out of these things we have to address them and and support them um because it's tough and they they just aren't equipped to deal with it and there's no real you know there's obviously not a a course on being a parent or an adult so i think people like jason um and in this particular series uh to be more specific that has stayed with me just the language and the kind of approach the way that he brings levity to something that is just one of the worst things that really can happen to a child, right? Like when you're eight or nine or something and you don't even know what the world is really yet. And your world is your parents and your home life and going to school and playing and doing those things. And then that's disrupted and you just don't understand why, you know, why can't mom and dad get along? I don't understand why they have to live in two separate floors and two separate apartments. Like that doesn't even make sense to me because you know, when mom's upset with me, she doesn't kick me out and make me live in another apartment, you know, so why can't dad stay with us? And these are things that are very difficult for the youth to understand. And that has stayed with me, the ability um, and the language that has given, been given by Jason to kind of address that with the young people. And I think it's just rooted in love, um, you know, in, in respect, um, but yeah, in love. And, and that is what I think we aimed to do when we were children 
and figured out that we wanted to be artists um, and began that journey. It was always uh, rooted in love. We come from two very good families and we've been through a lot. I've seen Jason up and down and he's certainly seen me up and down in different scenarios in life, but it's always been rooted in love. And so to see him put that into the book, into his work is dynamic and, and a blessing. So that that is definitely what I carry. Well, I think that is a perfect sentiment to wrap things up with. So thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing that with us. We, we love to get the little inside um, information like that about how you <laughs> and Jason work together. And, and I know for me, I've used the word frets, you know, this new term to me um, mm-hmm. with my own teenager. So there you go. It's great. Yeah, good. <laughs> We've been talking about Stunt Boy In Between Time by Jason Reynolds, read by Guy Lockhart, Niall Bullock, Angel Peen, James Fui, and a full cast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, we welcome you to come back tomorrow for more chats with talented narrators. And please check out our social media as we often post videos from audiobook narrators about their experience in the recording booth. The full list of Audiophile's 2023 Best Audiobooks can be found at audiophilemagazine.com. Harper Audio is proud to sponsor today's episode of Behind the Mic. I'm Michelle Cobb. Thanks for listening. Thank you.